If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. You're listening to the best of Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are joined now by Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, father of three. He's got a new book, Manhood, The Masculine Virtues America Needs, and I mean, I'm sure, uh, Senator, you look around and see some of this ridiculous stuff. Uh, the Adidas has men uh, wearing women's uh, uh, bathing suits. We've got men winning women's championships. I don't think anybody can argue that masculinity in many ways is under siege. So is femininity. So is the very idea that there's a different in the sex difference in the sexes. How do we fix this? Well, thanks for having me on. It's great to be with you. And you nailed it. It is the left is is waging a war on the whole idea of gender. They're telling men that they're inherently toxic. They're telling women that they don't exist. You know, I mean, anybody can be a woman today. I mean, it is crazy stuff. The way we fix it, I think, is we first of all insist that on on the reality of biology that there are really biological men. That's a real thing, and there really are biological women, and those things are different. Number one, number two, it's it's good. It's good to be a man. It's good to be a woman. And then I think, Clay, for young men, we need to send the message that, hey, there are role models out there of what a good, strong man looks like. We need strong men in America. We need men who are going to take responsibility for their lives, for their families, ultimately for their country. And we need to send that message to young people especially. Senator Holly, it's Buck. Thanks for being with us. I want to know, Clay and I talk about this a lot. I wanted to hear your take on it, which is why does the left – want to undermine masculinity so much it's very clear there's a concerted effort here what's the motivation behind that i think it's power you know i think that men who are strong and independent are a threat to the leftists and to the elitists who want to run the country you think about buck their message to men for the last 
20, 30, 40 years, it's been, hey, go turn on a screen, go entertain yourself, buy some stuff, be an androgynous consumer, but don't rock the boat. You know, let, let us, let the experts run the country. You just sit there and, and do as you're told. I think men who are independent, who say, no, actually, I, I've got a job. I'm economically independent. I provide for my family. I'm morally independent. I've got my own political views. That's a threat to the liberal elites, the so-called experts running this country. And that's exactly why we need men to stand up, to be stronger, to take responsibility. That's what liberty is. Liberty is when we run our own lives, right? Liberty is when we run our own government. So to reclaim the promise of liberty in this country, and preserve it, we need men who are going to stand up, take responsibility, be strong and independent. You know, Buck and I talk a lot on this program. I mean, there are certain things that I see, and it's almost impossible to have predicted that this would ever occur. Even even if you go back to like 2010, 2016 even, the idea that there wouldn't be, and I know you guys just voted on this, there wouldn't be a single Democrat in Congress in the House or the Senate that was willing to say, hey, men's sports should be for men and women's sports should be for women blows my mind did you ever think I mean you grew up playing athletics like we said you've got three kids as well you're in Missouri I'm sure that most of your constituents think this is wild too do you ever think we'd see an entire political party unwilling to say hey we should separate men and women's sports no no I did not I wouldn't have thought that just three or four years ago yeah I mean it it is incredible this radical ideology that is so totally unhinged from reality and Clay, you know, you know, parents parents don't want this, and that crosses political lines. At least it does in my state. Democrat parents, independent parents, they don't care. They just want their kids, number one, to be affirmed for who they are. Not that you know, oh, if you're a boy, you need to be a girl. If you're a girl, you need to be a boy. Crazy. They want their girls to actually be able to play sports and not have men pushed into their same sports leagues or into their same locker rooms. This is pretty basic stuff, and I think the left has gotten so out of control here they've gotten so far afield that they've just completely lost touch with reality and that's why you know conservatives this is the time for conservatives to stand up and to defend manhood to defend womanhood to say those things are real those things have value and we should recover what healthy role models for both of them look like senator holly uh with us now from missouri uh senator your democrat senate colleagues on this gender issue do you think, I mean, without asking anyone specifically, but as as a general matter, do they believe the stuff, the slogans they mouth on TV about how it's fine that, you know, men can actually be women and they should compete? Or are they just so afraid of the cult and their political power demands it that they're willing to go along with it? You know what I mean? Are, are they true believers or are they just they don't have a choice in their minds? I think it's probably the second thing, and, and I say that because I, I, have, I have respect for these people, and I just can't believe they actually believe this stuff. You know, I mean, I think it's that the, the lobby here, the radical left lobby, let's remember who the base of the Democrat Party is now. It's people who fly around in private jets and, and go to conferences at Davos. Like, that's their base. Those are the people with the power, the radical activists who also tend to be very rich and well-connected. So I think they're very responsive to those people, and those people – are pushing this this uh, trans ideology, this no gender ideology, uh, all all the way. I mean, hook, line, and sinker. I think the left has bought it. So that to me is is what's driving this. But you know, it it is it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy talk. And I think of the hearing that I had uh, some month back, where we had called by the Democrats, where we had an elite law professor who wouldn't even say the word woman. You know, she kept saying persons with birthing capacity. 
And it's like, wait, you mean, you mean woman, right? Here's the point that we're at in America with the left. They won't say man. They won't say woman. And I think one of the reasons I wrote the book is to cut across all of that, all of that nonsense. Let's tell the truth. We need good, strong men. We need good, strong women, too. But for men, this is really a, a call to step up, to take responsibility, and to go out there, change your own life first, and then change your family, change this country. The book is Manhood, the Masculine Virtues America Needs. Um, I'm sure I've got three boys, so I spend a lot of time thinking about this, 15, 12, and 8. And, and obviously I see a lot of their, their friends around and everything else. And one thing I hear from them, and I'm curious if you're hearing this from your own kids or if you're hearing this from constituents, a lot of young you know, men, a lot of boys, they look around and say, you know, we're being told that we are toxic because we are boys. And and like I'll hear from my own kids, like there's a lot of, you know, pro femininity still out there, the girl power uh, initiative and whatnot. I think that a lot of young boys growing into men are really lost and, and, and they don't know how to be comfortable in their own skin. I think this is also happening with women because you look at high rates of suicide and depression that exist out there. How do we fix it? Because this is something that I think is so important. There's a lot of lost souls in the younger generation. Um, I'm sure you see it, and I'm sure you're trying to address it in in the book. But do you feel it? Do you feel that uh, when you're around the country, Senator Hawley, that even for something like when you and I would have grown up uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, this didn't exist. It really feels like men are truly under assault in this country. 100%. And I think the message that you just articulated is 100% what men, especially young men here, which is that if you're a man, you're toxic. If you're a man, you make the world a worse place just by being a man. And that is incredibly disorienting to young men, you know, who naturally come built in with a sense of adventure, a longing to, you know, go out and, and discover and push boundaries and be aggressive like that. You know, that's just listen. I mean, you've got you've got boys. I've got boys like this is how boys are. And when they're told from the time they're little, that's a problem. You're a problem. You need to stop that. It is it's profoundly disorienting, disorienting to them. So how do we change that? I think part of the answer is we try and tell good stories, recover role models. This is what I try to do in the book. I tell stories from my own life, coaches, mentors who are significant to me, uh, from American history, from the Bible. What does it look like to be a good, strong man? And I think we can hold up those role models for young men today and say, look, here, this is what it looks like. It's good to be a man. It's good to have ambition. It's good to want to be strong. Channel that in service to others, and then you've got the recipe to really make a difference with your life. The book is Manhood, The Masculine Virtues America Needs. Senator Josh Hawley, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. You can handle the truth. More Clay Travis and Buck Sexton coming up. The left wing has been adroit. They've been skilled. They've been incredibly well trained. And they have turned, in Nashville, my hometown, they have managed to turn this crazy trans shooter into a uh, Republicans are racist argument. That's what they've pivoted from. We still don't have the trans shooter manifesto. Kamala Harris can travel to Nashville won't meet with the victims of the shooting because they don't want to reinforce that this was a crazy trans shooter. Instead, Kamala Harris comes here and they try to say, oh, all Tennessee Republicans are racist, right? That's the argument. Now, to be fair, Tennessee Republicans did screw this thing up when they didn't vote the crazy white chick out too. They just voted the two black guys out and the crazy white chick survived by one vote. Can we just also add to that that she begged them... Not to expel her, 
And then the moment she got her wish, she turned around and said, you who failed to expel me did so because you are racist. Yeah. Just so you, that is in microcosm what it is to deal with a lib politician in America today. Please, please, I beg you, I want to keep my job. Fine, you weren't quite as egregious as the others. You're letting me keep my job out of racism, sir. That so is true. what they did. And if you fell for it, you're an imbecile, frankly. Uh, if you were one, look, if you wanted to say, hey, on principle, I don't think we should be voting anybody out in the Tennessee legislature. I don't think this makes sense. I'm going to vote against all three. Okay, I can see that argument. Because you kind of turned them into martyrs. You can see that argument. But if you tried to split the baby and you're like, I'm going to toss the two black dudes out, but I'm going to keep the white chick who begged for forgiveness and then immediately went outside, had those crocodile tears, and then as soon as she survived and wasn't kicked to the curb, she immediately said, oh, it's racism. That's why I didn't get kicked to the curb. You got played. You played yourself. And speaking of playing yourself, this is one of the two expelled members of the Tennessee Democrat Party. I believe we have this audio all queued up and ready to go, right? So he went to Bowdoin, which is a super elite, prob- what does Bowdoin cost? Probably $75,000 a year, Buck. I mean, probably tuition, something like that. Yeah. It I is mean, it's one in of the, the same richest- conference as my school, Amherst. Not as yeah. good as Amherst, but it's pretty good. So in Maine, it is the one of the richest, whitest schools historically on the East Coast. This guy went to that school, all right? And he didn't just go to that school. He ran for student body president. And guys, I'm going to ask you to stop it if we can right at the end of his, this is the same guy that was expelled that now is trying to pretend like he's Malcolm X or Martin Luther King Jr. Here he is in 2016 running for student body president of this elite, super white, liberal, rich kid school uh, in Maine. Listen. Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I want to do this by partnering with organizations from the Bowdoin Democrats to the Bowdoin Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. Okay, pause. Great job there, guys. That is his campaign message. Bowden, Bowden, however you pronounce it. Bowden. Bowden, all right. Bowden. He wanted to be the student body president. You need to watch the video. Uh, That is 2016. Here is this past weekend in a Nashville church. He now has a monster afro. Same dude. Listen. Seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. But oh, that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last. But oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. All right, now, can we just, I, I want to put them now back to back. Now, you heard them separated. This is the same dude, again, separated by seven years, running for student body president at his super white school in Maine that costs $75,000 a year, talking about how he wants to bring everybody together. And then it's suddenly like record scratch, 1965, and he's Martin Luther King Jr. Listen to the whole thing. Justin J. Pearson, and I'm running for president of BSG. 
There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. One has to do with representation. How can we represent all voices in a conversation? I wanted to do this by partnering with organizations from the Boone Democrats to the Boone Republicans. I want to bring together different voices, dissenting voices, voices that may be more liberal or more conservative, in order that we can reach a point of sort of the radical middle. Seemed like the NRA and gun lobbyists might win. But oh, that was good news for us. I don't know how long this Saturday in the state of Tennessee might last. But oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. This reminds me, Buck, of, you remember the movie 8 Mile? When uh, Eminem's going up against the uh, the other elite rapper. And Eminem just takes all, I mean, he's a poor white kid, literally 8 Mile. And he points out that Clarence, if I remember correctly, was his name, went to Cranbrook, which is the most exclusive and expensive private school in the Detroit area for anybody listening to us who grew up in the Detroit area. And he just says Clarence went to Cranbrook and everybody just loses it because the guy is a total poser, right? He's, and I wish we could curse sometimes, he's full of crap. He is pretending to be, but like a cosplay, a really bad actor that is trying to pretend like right. it's 1960s in Tennessee. I mean, I I get nervous if I say y'all that people are going to think that I'm appropriating, you know, but it is I such it. a good contraction. My wife was super nervous because she's from Michigan. She's been in Tennessee for 20 years, and I remember having a conversation with her. When can I use the word y'all and not sound like I'm a faker, right? Like not sound like I'm it's a, a real pretender. Thing. Everybody, y'all is the is the best way to say what you're trying to say. Period. It's better it than the you most guys. Efficient. It's better than you yes. all. Yes, you guys is a very is a very. I think it's definitely northeastern, Midwest, sort of mid Atlantic, and Midwestern. You guys. Yeah, yeah, you guys. Um, you know, but we say you guys in New York. Y'all makes a lot a lot more sense. Or or if you're really a New Yorker, you know, Manhattan, you might say all of you. But all of you is quite a mouthful. One truth revealed after another. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. The border is, well, we thought it would be this bad. But when you see the visual images of it, when it is made real by the presence of thousands and thousands of migrants camped out along the border and... Illegal aliens, really. This term has completely faded out of our conversation, but uh, these are people who are entering the United States illegally. They are breaking our laws. They are over uh, overwhelming the system that we have in place to process them. We'll get into the numbers and all of it, but the end of Title 42 is obviously every bit as much a disaster for border security as we thought it would be. And this is, unfortunately, the Democrat plan. I think you have to understand that, and I'll get into why uh, that is in just a little bit. You know, uh, CNN still dealing with the aftermath of the town hall with Donald Trump, where he got to just be Trump. I mean, he was he was trumping it up, uh, and the, a lot of their audience very upset. Anderson Cooper <laughs> goes on his show and says, I mean, look, if you never watch us again, I understand, <laughs> which that's the level things have gotten to uh, for CNN anchors who have been uh, paid tens of millions of dollars over the years to be 
uh, propagandists. Uh, so we shall discuss that, too. But the, the biggest thing that's on my mind today, um, and I'm sure we're going to take a lot of calls on it. So 800-282-2882, the uh, biggest thing that's on my mind, I'm sure many of yours as well, is the situation of Daniel Penny and how he has now turned himself in. He is facing uh, manslaughter charges in the death of Jordan Neely, the uh, career criminal who was threatening people on the subway and uh, was in a in a in a point where at a point where Penny thought the only way to handle the situation was to take matters into his own hands and do something about it. Uh, This is deeply upsetting. Um, As you know, I'm a a New Yorker born and raised and saw the difference, New York City uh, at that, and saw the difference between a city run for the benefit of the law-abiding and the decent and the productive versus a city that bends over backwards to do everything possible to cater to the criminals, to uh, put the vagrants, the predators, the criminals, the people who are making life more difficult for others on the streets of New York City, to put them first. I've seen the difference in the city. I've seen the difference in various communities during the the time I was doing a rotation in the intelligence division of the NYPD, I spent time in the highest crime parts of Manhattan, and not just driving through days and days in the highest crime parts of uh, all of New York City, I think it's in Manhattan. And what you realize very quickly when you actually do that, when you're not Chuck Schumer or, you know, Ocasio-Cortez or Joe Biden, none of these people have have spent the night in a dangerous neighborhood in decades, if ever, okay? But when you actually go there, you see that the elite liberal opinion that we should give criminals free reign, first and foremost, punishes people in those communities who are trying to live their lives productively, peaceably, and within the law. And that's for the highest concentration minority neighborhoods of New York City and any city for that matter. It is always a small percentage of an overall metropolis that is committing the vast majority of the violent crimes. And overwhelmingly, by the numbers, minority communities are places where there's a disproportionate impact on the many from the very small percentage of those who are committing crimes. So basically you're letting, by not enforcing the laws, the black community, the Latino community in New York specifically, this is true in many other cities, suffer more because there's more crime in those communities. This is the the root fallacy, if you will. This is the baseline, the foundational problem with the way Democrats are approaching criminal justice once again. They are sacrificing the 99% of the law-abiding for the 1% of the criminal element. And this then brings me deep into the uh, Jordan Neely situation. I was worried this was going to happen. The, The left turned up the pressure. We'll get to that in a second. Here is uh, Daniel Penny's attorney 
who is announcing that there is a surrender that has occurred here. He has been taken into into custody, cuffed, processed, the whole thing. Play clip one. This morning, Daniel Penny surrendered uh, at the 5th Precinct at the request of the New York County District Attorney's Office. He did so voluntarily and with the sort of dignity and integrity that is characteristic of his history of service to this grateful nation. Now, a few things that I want to establish for our conversation here. What was said on that train? There are all these eyewitnesses. You've seen the video. There's a more extended video you should see as well if you haven't that shows Neely and two others who also restrained um, Neely. I'm sorry, shows Penny and two others who were restraining Neely. Uh, so there are three individuals who are trying to restrain Jordan Neely who, who subsequently died. Um, the people on the train on the subway car in New York City were grateful that someone stepped in. And you'd have to ask, well, why would they be grateful? Why wasn't why don't we see interviews? Wouldn't this be so easy if the people on that subway car weren't frightened by what was happening? Wouldn't they be frightened by this man just choking someone? Oh, and now they're saying it's manslaughter, you know, intentionally choking him or unintentionally, as the manslaughter charge, I believe, allows uh, choking him to death. No, the other people on the subway car were thankful that someone stepped in. Let's ask the question, why? Why would they be? If I saw someone put someone in a chokehold and put that individual's, yes, anytime you put someone in a chokehold, you have to be careful. You are, you are taking what could be, what could be lethal force action. But if I saw someone do that on the subway, we would, people would be terrified. Oh my God, what this, what is this guy doing? Why is he choking this individual out? This is, but if there was a reason for it, you'd say, well, aren't we, Glad that someone stepped up because something really awful was about to happen. You know, you don't have to wait. If someone pulls a knife on you or someone pulls a gun on you, you don't have to wait for them to shoot you or to stab you for you to do something about it. I know in New York and in the Democrat-controlled states and cities, you do now. They are making self-defense illegal. They are doing this purposefully because in a society, which is what they want, with true statist authoritarianism, you live and die, truly and literally die at the whim of the state. If this is just what the policies demand, if this is what the collective wants, you have to suffer through it. You are not allowed to defend yourself because they say so. It's also why they hate the Second Amendment. It's why they hate law-abiding citizens being able to arm themselves and defend themselves. It all holds together. This is philosophical. At its deepest level, this is about the individual's relationship to the state. It's also about good and evil, too, because ultimately, what is the purpose of laws? An ordered society, but a just society. Are you living in a just society if every time you get on the subway, some maniac can get in your face and threaten to kill you, perhaps threaten to kill your children, and you aren't allowed to do anything about it? You sit there and hope that that 44 times convicted criminal who had recently shattered an elderly woman's occipital bone and nose, her eye socket and, and her, uh, her nose, um, you hope that he doesn't decide that this time he's going to do what he had done before. Alvin Bragg and Mayor Eric Adams and the Democrats who run New York City are telling you that's the situation. 
You sit there and hope that the maniac doesn't attack you, doesn't uh, maim you, perhaps in front of your wife, perhaps in front of your children or in front of your husband. That's the city that you're supposed to live in now. I think people have had enough of that, but the Democrats haven't. Not the Democrat apparatus, not the people in charge. Why did they feel unsafe on that subway? Why did Daniel Penny step in? Key questions. God, I hope somebody with common sense ends up on this jury and saves this Marine from this absolute... Ab- it, is, it is appalling what my home city is doing right now. It is appalling. But here we are. Why were they afraid of Neely? Quote, this is from multiple eyewitnesses. There is no dispute about this. Neely is you know, you know, menacing everyone on the subway, saying, I don't care. I'll take a bullet. I'll go to jail. He said he would kill a MF word. I don't care. I'll take a bullet. I'll go to jail. He's running around shouting in people's faces the threat that he will kill someone on the train and doesn't care if he goes to jail. Alvin Bragg, the district attorney of Manhattan, is telling all New Yorkers right now, that's just the way it is. That's just going to happen. Deal with it. This is what uh, social justice and in the eyes of the left, racial justice demands. And you say to yourself, hold on a second. The New York City subway, I've spent countless thousands of hours in the New York City subway. It's one of the most diverse places on the planet. I'm sure if you ran the numbers, one of the actually most diverse places on the planet. So the people on that on that train, there were black people being threatened, Hispanic people being threatened, Asian people being threatened, white people being threatened and and other races. I mean, we could list you know everybody. That's the New York City subway system. Oh, but because of the element here that you have an individual, the the perpetrator of the threats here is black. The Democrat Party, Ocasio-Cortez and many others take a very specific stance on this, which is that there must be some form of racism involved here. This is racist. It was a lynching, Ayanna Presley said. You remember that? A lynching. As though this former Marine, no criminal history, done nothing but, what, honorably serve? What's the problem here? How is he a threat to society? Ask yourself this. What is the message the justice system is trying to send in New York City? That Daniel Penny, you are safer? You are better off on the New York City subway system if young men, if Marines, if people who stand up to serve and to save, if they're told by their own government, local government in this case, Sit down, shut up, and take it, or we will lock you up in a cell. Does that make you safer? Do any of you who actually go to New York, live there, travel there, work there, any of you feel safer knowing that the next good Samaritan, the next individual who tries to do something, well, maybe they've got to lock him up. 44 arrests. How long, did, how long did Jordan Neely really serve in prison? You ever ask that question? 44 arrests. Daniel Penny, the former Marine, he faces 15 years in prison now. 15 years for for this circumstance, for this situation. Understand that the message is being sent to all of us across the country. Democrats control things. You can't defend yourself. That is now the rule. You are not allowed. Submit. Submit to the criminals. 
Let them steal from your store. Let them rampage through your your restaurant or your your deli, your market. Let them you know burn your gas station down. You try to do anything. And they'll step in and they'll decide that you are the bad person. It's it's quite a form of authoritarian obedience training we're all going through right now. And I, I think I hope there's enough of a national outcry about this that perhaps this will become uh, a turning point. This will become a moment that everybody realizes what's really going on here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com the number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. 
up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. More fun and conversation coming up from Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Uh, Buck rolling out solo here for the last half hour or so. Well, actually not solo, really. Clay had to go catch a plane. Because our friend Kat Timph is with us now. She is a Fox News contributor, co-host of Gutfeld, a fabulous show on Monday through Fridays on Fox News you should all watch. And she's got a new book out. You can't joke about that. Kat, I have a feeling that whenever someone says you can't joke about that, you pick that out and you make a joke about it. What's going on? Uh, that is absolutely true. Uh, good, good to talk with you. Yeah, um, that's why I'm sitting on a coffin on my book cover, because I wanted to make it very clear that you can joke about absolutely everything. And I don't think that the people who say you can't joke about that are just like snowflakes or whatever they're normally called. I think they're actually really harming people because a lot of people, myself included, use humor as a healing mechanism, and they're telling people that they can't do that, which also can keep people from making connections with other people through humor. Do you think we're gaining some ground, though? You know, we talk on the show a fair amount here, Kat, about some of the people, whether it's you know Bill Maher, who's a comedian slash political commentator, but obviously, you know, Dave Chappelle has made jokes and had specials and things that he didn't you know, bend the knee to the woke cancel crowd. Is it moving finally in the right direction or is that a little too optimistic? You know, I, I hate to be optimistic, but I, I certainly hope so, right? I think that more and more people are starting to see the reality of the situation, which is a lot of these people who present themselves as being these sensitive, compassionate people are actually jerks because I write about this in my book too. I think it's not a bad thing to talk about your feelings, to have feelings that are hurt, uh, to express that your feelings are hurt. Where it becomes an issue is when you expect the entire world to revolve around your specific feelings and sensibilities. That doesn't make you a sensitive person. That actually makes you a self-obsessed bully. And that is the difference. And I think a lot of people really are starting to see the difference between that somebody who's just, oh, I'm sensitive, my feelings are hurt, and somebody who wants to use that to gain power and control over other people because maybe they haven't been as successful as they wanted to be in life and they want to take someone else down or for whatever other reason. Speaking of Kat Timph, she's got a book out. You can't joke about that. You should go get your copy today. Kat, thank you so much for making the time. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Buck. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. 
He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.